0: To Living Well with Zenobia Bailey. Today, I have a very special guest, and they all are special. You hear me say that week after week, month after month. But our guest today is Kathy Long, and Kathy is the executive director of an organization called People's Memorial Association. I happen to have met Kathy a few weeks ago at a um, an exhibit. And I'm so glad I walked into her. And so, Kathy, before I keep talking, I'd like to say welcome and have you introduce yourself
1: to our listeners today. Thanks so much, Zenobia. I'm Kathy Long. I'm the Executive Director of People's Memorial Association, which is a 77-year-old funeral consumer education and advocacy organization, nonprofit, here in Washington State. Doesn't that sound interesting, everybody? Now, I know you might be, some of you might
0: be saying, what in the world, if you didn't see the promo, didn't read the promo, you might be saying, what in the world does that have to do with living well? Well, my take on it all is that in order to truly live well, one must also have in place to some degree, at least a sketch, if not more, and we'll get into that with Kathy, an idea, at least, if not even a plan, of how they want to exit this world at the end of their life. Kathy, would you um, agree with that or would you like to add to that or uh, take it in another direction?
1: Oh, absolutely, uh, Zenobia. It is so important to kind of think about what it is your end of life should look like in terms of what kind of arrangements do you want. I think it really kind of helps you kind of make that, by making that plan, it kind of can then set you free and know that you don't have to really think about it anymore because you've had that conversation with yourself and with your loved ones or your family or friends so that everyone kind of knows what it is that you value for your end of life and about how much it's going to cost. Um, It really makes a big difference at the end of time when when you're gone and your family has to make these decisions how much nicer and what a gift it would be to them if you'd already had that conversation with them and knew what their wishes were.
0: Yes, I remember uh, a friend of mine, a dear, dear friend of mine. In fact, I would say that we were true um, bosom buddies, and uh, she had done just that. She's been dead now almost 30 years, and it just amazed me. I hadn't even thought about that, Kathy. I hadn't even thought about this girlfriend until this moment in terms of this situation, Uh, but it just amazed me how much she had she had put in place and I have to say that during that time um I didn't embrace it as fully as I do now but she did I did remark and say that this woman this great woman in my life showed me how to die she showed me how to live and she showed me how to die and um I've been so I was so appreciative of her her input in that regard and uh, just jumping right into Peoples, though, I have some of your literature, and I just must say that I encourage everyone to contact you, look you up, look, up the, look you up on the web or whatever information you will give later on for them to contact you, your phone number, however you want to do this. But I encourage you listeners to get a copy of um, the literature that Peoples Memorial offers. I was absolutely amazed to see that a lifetime membership is $35. Um, And could you tell us a little bit about what is included in that membership?
1: Oh, absolutely. So what we do as an organization is we try to make it easy and be a resource to you so you can make the kinds of decisions that you want for that end of life. So in other words, we – Work with um, 19 funeral homes here in Washington State. So basically, we've already screened them for you, so you know you're going to be treated very, very well with love and respect. Um, we negotiate price discounts for six different plans, from direct cremation to, direct to through full mortuary services, which is a more the more traditional burial option with um, uh, a funeral service and um, and delivered to a, a grave. Um, so we have six different plans to fit everyone's kind of budget and wishes. Um, and so we negotiate those price discounts because we really want people to not have any sales pressure put on them when at such a sad, sad time and be – on their guard to be taken advantage of, we make sure that all of the things that you need to be buried or cremated are all included so that there's no hidden surprises. So all of our plans, for example, um, include being picked up at any kind of location, whether it's a private home, a, a nursing home, a hospital, wherever you are, Our funeral homes will come and pick you up no matter what, any time of day or night, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and it won't cost any difference. We want to make sure that you know all those kinds of things. We also make sure you include an urn, a casket, and we provide you, in addition to all of that information, we provide you with all the planning paperwork that you can think about and write down what your wishes are so that it's all neatly in one place that 's just amazing for thirty five dollars and just to get the great
0: counsel from an organization that has no uh financial interest is 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 a, a huge plus. Uh, could you tell me about or tell us about green burials i that 's new to me. What is a
1: green burial? Well, it may be new to you, but actually it 's a very old thing it 's kind of like what we were all buried in times before the Civil War where folks were placed in a very, very simple wooden casket and placed directly in the ground with no vault or liner around it. There was no manicured lawn. There was no huge headstone necessarily, or sometimes we weren't even put into a casket. Maybe you were put directly in the ground wrapped in a cloth or an old family quilt. And so Green Burial is designed to bring... This natural kind of way of burial, without any embalming either um and it actually your body goes back to dust very, very quickly compared to the the current way that all got started after um the Civil War when embalming was discovered and used to help get all of the many boys who died in the world in the civil wars back home to their families,
0: so Not green burial a really. <laughs> That's amazing. I didn't know that it was that. That's what you're referring to as a green burial, and I had been sure. told by several different funeral homes that that type of burial was no longer allowed. Are you saying that
1: it is? It absolutely is. Um, You'll usually have um, separate cemeteries that specialize in green burial. In Washington State, we have four one in Ferndale, two down by Goldendale, and one in Snohomish County. And it's a very, very simple, simple burial. And usually it's in a more remote area. And the idea is to use the funds that are created by people buying cemetery plots to then preserve more wild land so that it won't be... um, uh, developed in any way and so the actuality is is it's a conservation so the use of burying folks directly in the ground generates funds to keep wild places wild and you still have to be Uh, it has to be a licensed cemetery but it's it's more it's all natural maybe trees are planted or flowers are planted but it's always trying to make sure the land goes back to the natural natural state that's lovely.
0: I think. I really Yeah, do. it is lovely. Yeah, I like it too. Well if um let's just say you said it there's a um a green cemetery in Snohomish County. Is that did you say uh-huh. Snohomish?
1: In Snohomish. Uh it's in Snohomish. Okay. And it's that, actually kind of what's called a hybrid and it they actually you can be in a simple uh casket or a shroud but then they kind of in, um require that the uh grave be lined with wood so that the the kind of caving in of the grave does not take place quite as dramatically as if it would if you would be uh, put directly in the ground with no um, liner or vault.
0: Okay, so as you know, I'm down here in um, southern King County, Washington. I know everyone listening may not be from Washington State, but how far would you say from maybe Renton or Kent would this... um, would this uh, cemetery, be I guess my point is it doesn't matter how far it is. Let's say it's an hour, two hours away. With the with the cost uh, for a pre-planned funeral with green funeral with one of your um, homes cost me any more because of the drive, the distance.
1: Um, it- maybe it it really depends if it 's within thirty miles, or it wouldn 't cost any difference at all. Um, there is mileage beyond the thirty miles, but you 're only charged what the miles is so if it 's forty five miles, you would only be charged fifteen miles. Four plus two times the mileage rate, and it would still be less expensive than any of the more traditional cemeteries and the cemetery plots are usually less expensive as well so it's a it's a pretty win win kind of situation in terms of having a green burial
0: okay now um, I know our time is winding down, but one question people may be asking themselves is well you know what you're discussing here might be okay, but why do I really need to think about joining some sort of association, um, a pre-planning or association like yours? Why should, why should one, what would you say to that, that person who would ask such a question?
1: So as maybe I mentioned you have at already the
0: beginning. Or maybe you yeah. need to reinforce.
1: Okay, I will. So the idea of having a memorial association that is a funeral consumer education and advocacy is that we are always trying to make sure that you get taken care of in the way that you want to be taken care of. And so as time goes by, as legislation comes up that needs to be done to provide extra kinds of, um, of ways of being, um, have disposition for your body, um, any kind of laws that need to be placed to protect you as a funeral consumer. Like we really like to have all funeral homes put their prices on their websites. Wouldn't that be a nice way for you to price shop? But right now they're not required to by state law. So wouldn't it be great if we could have that accomplished? So the Mm -hmm. idea is really to kind of connect you and in a gentle way, um, say, guess what, death rate is 100%, and it's all going to happen to all of us. So why That's not right. use a little bit of planning, a little bit of planning so that we, when the time comes it will not be so heart-wrenching for the family, but then we also monitor the quality of the service of our funeral home so we make sure that they're doing exactly what we have said they are. We do a price survey every two years to compare prices around the state, so we do advocacy in that way and education in that way. So it really is a nominal fee to make sure that someone's keeping an eye out for you as a funeral consumer. And um, do your members receive a a regular
0: communication from the um, association?
1: Yes, we have an e-newsletter that goes out once a month, so we try not to be overly buggy Mm -hmm. on the email front. And we have an annual meeting once a year. It's coming up on April the 9th. And then we also put on workshops called Got Your Ducks in a Row, and we have um, four more handling our beginning in 2016. We have one in April, and then we have three more in October, and all the information is on our website at peoplesmemorial.org. org. Excellent. I have one more question before I
0: ask you to give them um, your phone number or uh, anything else you'd like to say, and that is I read that uh, members have uh, part ownership in the co-ops, so uh, could you tell us about that?
1: Sure. In um, 2006, after we'd been around for, I don't know, a long, long time, from 1939 to 2006, all of a sudden we needed a new funeral home in Seattle. And in six weeks at our annual meeting, our members voted to open up their own funeral home here on Capitol Hill to take care of our members in the Seattle area. And in six weeks, the board of directors and staff were able to create a brand new funeral home here, and it's called the Co-op Funeral Home because it's owned by all the members of the association. It's pretty neat. It's only one of five in the United States.
0: Wow. But what does it mean to have ownership in it?
1: Are there shares that, that
0: are bought or or what?
1: No, because it's a cooperative. There is no shares brought in. It's just the idea to get very affordable arrangements for your prices, okay. um, for your wishes and things like that. It's it's You have a... a a part of it and um, are always going to be helping to guide the direction of it and the association. Excellent.
0: Okay, Kathy, as we end up, could you please give um, your last words and how one might uh, be able to get information about, the,
1: um, about People's Memorial? Sure, I'd love to. So People's Memorial is um, statewide. We have 19 funeral homes, like I mentioned before, but we're all across Washington State. Our phone number is 206-325-0489. That's 206-325-0489. Our website is People's Memorial.org, and we'd love to hear from you. We're open 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, and we would love to connect with you and talk with you and share what we know, and um, we look forward to talking to them. Well, I thank you
0: so much for joining us today and helping us to look at another aspect of living well, Kathy. Thank you so much. And thank
1: you, Zenobia.
0: And everyone, we wish you a wonderful evening. I'll talk to you another time, Kathy. Take care. Bye.